Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Growing Up is Overrated podcast. My name is Jen, and I'm here with my friend and co-host, T. Summertime is here! Time for some hot girl summer fun. But unfortunately, while fun in the sun is an aspect of the season, there are also many women's issues that arise during this time of year, like swimsuits, chub rub, shaving, etc. Today we will be talking about these various issues and how we deal with them. Now, into the podcast. Hi, T. How's it going? Hello, Jen. I'm well. How are you? I'm all right. Um, yeah. We're recording, for the record, we're recording this on the 5th of July, and I had a four-day weekend off of work, but it has been cloudy and or raining every single day, and I'm Boo. very mad about it. Yeah, it's been it's been warm here, but we get our afternoon thunderstorms, but luckily it did not uh, stop the fireworks last night. So I got to take a little walk from my house to go see the big show. Um, yeah. And that was nice. Yeah. Fireworks. Mine are, mine are tonight, so I haven't seen mine yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. impressed because they usually do them on the other side of town. Um, like my whole life, like over 20 years, they've <laughs> always done it on the other side of town. And uh, this year it was on our side of town, so... We just Woo. walked up to the other corner of our neighborhood and got to see them, and it was nice. Yeah, that does sound nice. Fireworks are fun. Fireworks are part of summer. Yeah, they're fun as long as you're watching them, but if you're, like, not expecting them, and then they're just like, bam, and you're like, oh my god, I, I my fight or flight reflexes have been triggered. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, last night <laughs> was not the night of the official fireworks display, but there were so many booms <laughs> that I heard last night. Um, yeah, I kept being like, I kept being like, is it starting early? Because it like legit sounded like, you know, of, like official big fireworks. And there were a lot of people actually doing them and they're not supposed to here because uh, fire bans mm-hmm. and all that. But whatever, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't have any of those sort of things around here, but we have strict restrictions in my state about um, what kind of fireworks you can have. Yeah, but there were still some like, pretty big ones. <laughs> right. People, we have pretty strict regulations, but um, people go up to Wyoming and get everything and then come back down. <laughs> so, <laughs> see, I find it really mm. hard to believe in a big state like yours. Like, mine is really small, that only takes like an hour or two to get, <laughs> to get out of state. But, like, close a- enough. To, we're close enough to Wyoming that that's fine. Okay, yeah, that makes more sense, because, like, even I live probably the furthest away from any state border, and it does not take that long um, (laughs) to get get there. But, yeah, so, speaking of summer, and I was about to say explosions, but I realized it doesn't actually flow into (laughs) what we were talking about. (laughs) Explode your summer clothes onto you. Explode that hair off your bod. No. Um, Oh my god. (laughs) Yikes. <laughs> okay, Let anyway. her have a microphone. <laughs> anyway, summer, women's things. I feel like summer causes so many issues for me personally. Like, it's fun and I enjoy the warm weather and the fun activities that are summer oriented, but it just comes with its own set of problems that I have to deal with. Yeah. 
Yeah, see, um, I'm I'm one of those people who prefers to be cold over being hot because I would rather just put more layers on. I totally agree with that. I think people um, who think the other way are weird. <laughs> yeah, I have a hard time agreeing with them in any facet. Um, just put more clothes on and you can wear more clothing. Like, I love sweaters. <laughs> so um, I can't wear sweaters in the summer and that makes me sad. So then I'm like, what the heck do I wear? Mm -hmm. So then I end up just wearing like t-shirts and shorts all the time, but you can't do that to every occasion or oh, like a nice flowy light weight dress. Mm -hmm. But then that has its own issues. <laughs> One of which is how do you wear a bra with those things? <laughs> in the, in the summer, I, I tend to just wear a dress that's like, you know, really lightweight and um, I don't have to wear a bra necessarily with it uh, because I work from home and they only see me from my shoulders up on the call. So it's fine. Um, mm -hmm. But summer bra situations are really frustrating. Yeah. Cause I'm somebody who like, I enjoy wearing a bra um, when I'm working. I also work from home at the moment, although that sounds like it's going to change soon. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I like wearing them because they make me feel like I'm actually doing things. If I'm not yeah. wearing a bra, my brain is in like, oh, we're not doing important stuff mode. Hmm. <laughs> like, oh, we're watching YouTube or we're playing video games or something. Mm -hmm. And when I have a bra on, it's like, okay, it's time to start the day now. It's time to go around and do things that I need to be doing. So for me, it's more of a mental thing. But I also just find them comfortable. Um, but I do... Don't, I don't like how bras are difficult in the summer because you just... They're hot. They're very hot. They're hot and, and they make me sweat even more than I already do. And I'm somebody who sweats a lot. Yeah, um, my yeah. my issue is that I would prefer to wear a bralette. Yes, um, but boobs. But yeah, they don't really make them for my size. Um, so if I get the larger size, it's too big around my, um, like my rib cage. Mm-hmm. But if I get it to fit my rib cage, then it's too small for my actual like cup, like for my actual breasts. And so then that's unappealing. So, you know, but like most of the support comes from the band. So I need the band to fit. So it's just like a whole thing. So then I end up just like it mm -hmm. it, it gets into a weird zone of of you like I try to tell myself it's the clothes, it's not my body, right? Mm -hmm. But there's not like it gets so frustrating that you're like, okay, like that may be true, but this is the reality of the world I live in. So unless I'm able to make my own undergarments to my exact um, you know, measurements and stuff, then mm -hmm. you know. Do I do I go ahead and and try to put myself under the stress to to conform to what the companies are making for for us, um, or I could spend a crap ton of money getting somebody to make a custom garment for me, mm -hmm. but I don't want to do that. Like I already spend way too much money on bras. Yeah. Uh, so. But That's the, like a whole nother a whole nother podcast episode. Why are bras oh so God. expensive? Um, <laughs> pin, putting a pin in that for now, we may come back to that. Mm. But as somebody who has like, I'm I'm a little bit more in proportion 
Um, yeah. But I don't like bralettes because they don't offer enough support. Um, they just don't. I have worn them that are in my size. And honestly, it makes under boob sweat so much worse than with a normal bra. So oh, much worse. Uh, um, and if they don't come underneath, then it's, yeah. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just, ugh, it, ugh, it's uncomfortable. Um, and like, I personally have a vendetta against um, summer clothes made for women, specifically for like young women, teenage girls and 20 something women. Why are they all so impractical? Um, like super child- strappy and stuff. Yeah, they're super strappy. The shorts are super short. Like I understand that it's hot, but because it's hot, I have sweat, and because I'm sweating, mm-hmm. my thighs rub together, and that becomes really uncomfortable. <laughs> like I want to mm-hmm. wear shorts that don't that make it so I don't have chub rub. Yeah, and yet that seems so hard to find. Like not all you of know- us have this wonderful thigh gap. <laughs> yeah. Most of us don't. <laughs> yeah, most of us do um, not. <laughs> I, you know, it's interesting. I was thinking about this um, this week because I actually did get a chance to wear um, a pair of denim shorts that I bought for the summer. And they are longer, but um, they're like cuffed at the bottom and they come, um, you know, kind of like mid thigh, mm-hmm. like like maybe like three inches above my knees or so. Um, but I found that they're so uncomfortable because the folded material actually rubs against my thighs more than my actual thighs do. So, like, interesting. yeah, so, so I just think that denim shorts are just gone forever from my wardrobe. Like, I don't need them in my life. Like, they're you just need so to find better denim uncomfortable. Shorts. <laughs> no, dude, like... That's the thing is I've tried literally like everything. So I'm like, I'm just going to either wear jeans or I'm going to wear some soft shorts because like, I just think that I, I just like less bulky material and denim is just one of those things that unless I'm going to wear a full pant, I kind of just don't want it anymore. I don't know. Hot take. Hear you? I, yeah, that's a very hot take that I'm about to, about to fight back against a little because I hate soft shorts. Because they write up. Yeah, see, I don't mind that because I've been a volleyball player since I was eight years old. So, like, but see, I'm like, used if they to wedgie picking. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, if they ride up, then my ch- thighs are going to rub together anyway. <laughs> so jeans provide a more sturdy material that doesn't ride up. And I'm currently wearing my favorite pair of jean shorts. They go about mid-thigh-ish, and they're just extremely comfortable. I've had them for years now, and they're my favorite pair of, of shorts ever. Um, but... That's, this is beside the point. It's just like really annoying how difficult wearing clothing is in the summer because of its own issues. Um, and this isn't even touching on professional work clothing. Chub rub is, is, is very frustrating because it also does happen when you're t- swimming. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I just went on a vacation and, you know, got to enjoy the pool and the hot tub and all that. and. We so we were at a resort and it like it was a decent walk to the aquatic center from our room, mm-hmm. um, and, but we were like whatever we'll just we'll just do the walk anyway every day because um, like COVID we haven't been really that active so you know it's good to be out in the mountain air and you know take a mm-hmm. walk. So we went ahead and did the walk, um, and. 
um, I was expecting to have tons of chub rub from it because I like, I wasn't wearing like anything really over my swimsuit. I was kind of just like, whatever, I'll walk down in my swimsuit. Like, mm-hmm. um, I'm, you know, going to embrace the fact that I am an average sized woman and I'm wearing a swimsuit and I'm not ashamed of it. And this is my body. And if you don't like it, Mm-hmm. I don't care, <laughs> you know. So I like walk down in my swimsuit, and um, like my, I don't know if it's just because of the climate here. Like it's not really muggy. It's it's quite the air. It's very arid, and even in the mountains when it it's like super rainy, it's still mm-hmm. quite arid. So my my thighs actually like. I didn't have that much chub rub and I was so confused because my thighs are definitely touching each other and I wasn't using any like chafing gel or anything. Um, mm-hmm. But I was pretty all right. And I don't know, like I used to go to water parks and like just try to keep my thighs <laughs> wet with water, <laughs> you know, cause, cause then they like glide instead of like the friction. See, um, I would do the opposite um really keep everything dry because the drier you mm-hmm. are the less things will stick um in my experience <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah there's just like there's just so much that like goes i don't know so so i'm the science of chub rub is very confusing to me <laughs> <laughs> is what i have to say about that mm-hmm. yeah i I often, when I go to the beach or anywhere, I throw shorts over my bottoms of my swimsuit, and then I don't wear a shirt, so it's just the swim top and the right. shorts, um, which works fine for me. Um, what I don't like, now that we're talking about swimsuits, um, is how difficult it is to find a swimsuit top that I like. I'm pretty flexible on swimsuit bottoms. If they're high-waisted, and like black then that's all i really need i'm not Mm -hmm. picky um and that's not hard to find but swimsuit tops okay i like swimsuit tops that zip and are more like a sports bra than a swimsuit top and that is so hard to find (laughs) yeah it's like you gotta go to billabong to find that do you know what billabong is yeah i was gonna say what um what is that it's like a it's like a surfer um like company ah i will have to look into this company because i bought i recently bought a swimsuit top from tomboy x or is it x tomboy mm-hmm. um one of those and it's great i haven't actually worn it swimming yet but it fits really well and it's really comfortable and mm-hmm. passes all those tests so i'm looking forward to that and i just wear it with my normal target black swimsuit bottoms and it's fine mm-hmm. but just the inability to find swimsuits that are sufficiently supportive yes is so, much so frustrating. Yeah, I Okay. So I've gone back and forth with this with this because as a larger busted woman, I went through a phase where I was like, "Oh, I have to get a swimsuit top that is basically a bra." So, you know, that meant, "Oh, I'm going to get something that's 60 bucks." So, the issue with that is then if my body changes, I have to spend another 60 bucks for it. Because 
I'm just somebody who fluctuates in weight a lot, and a lot of that changes the size of my breasts. So, you know, I was just like, this is just not sustainable. But then also, like, in order to give me the support, it has to give me, like, back rolls, and I don't want that. (laughs) So I just don't, I just feel like I can never win. goes back to the, like, sexualization of swimsuits. It's like, swimsuits are there to serve a function. Yeah. They are to keep you covered in a swimsuit so that you can swim and not have stuff flying everywhere. <laughs> that is what a swimsuit is for. Yeah. Um, the fact that most swimsuits these days feel like that is a secondary function, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's supposed to look cute first and be functional later, <laughs> um, bothers me as someone who spends a lot of time in a swimsuit swimming. <laughs> I understand that a lot of people spend a lot of time sunbathing in swimsuits. Right. And that may be a different... like that's a different garment. Yeah, like, that should be something different. Like, why are these the same thing? <laughs> a tanning suit. <laughs> yeah, why is I something mean, that you would put on, like, a s- strap bikini that you tie in two places, why is that considered sufficient for swimming? <laughs> it's not. Yeah, I mean, it all goes into your intention of why... You're there, but they want it. They want it to be a multifaceted, you know, garment. So, because what are you gonna do? You're gonna wear. Here's my sports swimsuit, and I'm gonna go into the swimming. Let me. Let me. Yeah. Let me rephrase. I don't mean that it's necessarily bad to swim in them. I just Uh don't like that it feels like those are the only options that you can find for swimsuits. Easily. Yeah. 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 I Um, agree. Because, yeah, like, there is, there are people who don't really do all that intense swimming at the beach, and that is fine for them, and they're comfortable wearing that bikini, and, like, good on them. Um, But I just don't like that it's so hard to find things that I want to wear. Yeah, that's fair. I, I, I hope that as we continue to move forward into more unisex options, more, um you know, gender fluid options that possibly there will be more to choose from for people who maybe are more androgynous or, um, you know, don't just want to be a sexualized object. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, You know, which there's totally nothing wrong with rocking that energy. Um, But, you know, there, I, I hope that there will be more companies coming out with more modest options for people who, you know, do just want to have a really secure swimming garment. <laughs> My main thing. And the other thing is that I find it really hard to find a swimsuit that strikes my balance because hmm. I don't want, like, for example, this tomboy company that I bought my swimsuit top from, their bottoms are like really long, like spandex type short things. And I'm like, that's not like shorts. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not really what I want. Like, I want a secure top with a cute high waisted bottom. And Mm. that is so hard to find because everybody assumes you either want the high waisted top with a really cute um, bikini top or the um, or the more sports bra like top with a more shorts like bottom. Yeah. Finding those two things seems to be really contradictory. And I don't know why. 
and it bothers me in particular because I think the high waisted short high waisted bottoms with a sports bra top is a really cute look that more people need to get on. <laughs> no, I agree. I I like sports like a sporty look. Anyway, and mm-hmm. you would think you would think that that would be a more popular look right now because athleisure is still pretty popping. Hmm. Yes, athleisure—the things that people wear when they say they're going to work out, but they don't. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but like, okay, another gripe that I have about—excuse <clears throat> me—about summer um, is how do you dress when you need to look nice? Because like you're sweating so much outside, and then you go inside and it's cold. Mm-hmm. how do you dress for this like i had to go into new york earlier this last week yeah um to pick up my work laptop and so i'm like okay i'm going into an office i need to look office appropriate but right. it was gonna be 90 degrees outside i'm like what do i wear that i could both wear outside in 90 degree weather but also pick up something from an office that i'm gonna be in for like 30 minutes like <laughs> max inside of the office i ended up wearing a dress with some biker short things underneath and my tivas which Mm -hmm. i thought was fine but it was such a struggle to figure out what to wear yeah yeah you and i were like talking about it for for quite a while (laughs) i know i came up with like three (laughs) different options and it was like no this isn't professional enough no this is too stifling i'm gonna be too hot right (laughs) like it was so hard eventually we figured something out but i think that was the only thing in my whole closet that would have worked yeah, I I don't know. I tend to go for um a dress or um like linen fabrics, um cotton, like very lightweight cotton uh garment. Um so so like the types of of materials that my clothing are made of, I try to make them really breathable. Um Mm-hmm. And I've really been, you know, leaning into clothing that's a little bit oversized so that I can um, style it in different ways. So, you know, I have this really lightweight uh, white button up, but I can style it in a way where it's it can become a shorter sleeve shirt um, and it's very breezy. So mm-hmm. it, I don't get too hot in it. So I can roll the sleeves up um, and wear it with, you know, maybe like a lighter weight pant or, um, you know, a skirt. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, any place going to, you're going to have fabric laying over fabric. You're going to have to anticipate that that's going to be a sweat zone. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Um, and, and for me, again, the bra is still the biggest issue for me because the bra is inevitably going to like, you know, just make me overheat. So the second I get home, I am ripping that thing off because like, it just holds all of my body heat onto me. Mm -hmm. Um, but my office actually is not cold. It's always like warm. (laughs) So I went in on Friday uh, for the first time since I started this job. Um, And we were moving boxes of materials and stuff. And uh, it, you know, so, so my, uh, 
our director was like, you can wear jeans and, you know, a t-shirt, like something more casual today because we're going to be moving stuff around and the office is usually quite warm. Um, so I wore um, my favorite pair of jeans, which is a paper, uh, it's a paper bag waist um, with just a really clean white shirt, like t-shirt mm-hmm. and white um, sneakers. And um, like, I got a lot of compliments on that, like really just classic outfit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so like elevated basics. Um, so any anything that's gonna be a basic, but it's gonna have just a little a little touch of of interest to it is an elevated basic. Um, mm-hmm. And so those are things that I try to look for in my closet so that I can have a sustainable wardrobe. And then in the winter and fall, I can layer those objects with other things to keep warm. Mm-hmm. Um, so making a really good wardrobe for um, an office environment is all about timeless articles of clothing that have multifunctions and can be layered. Um so mm-hmm. usually just those those more breathable materials are going to be your best friend. <laughs> yeah, like it's just it's just difficult because like you get really cold in air conditioning or at least I do. So it's like you got to bring a yeah. got to bring a throw over even right. though it's really hot. Yeah, I um I used to always have a a little cardigan packed in in my bag. Uh yeah, for, I'm probably for my colder offices. <laughs> Yeah, I'm probably when I eventually have um go into the office and have my own cubicle, I'm probably gonna keep a jacket or two in the drawer. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Just to keep it there. Yeah. That is always a good option. Okay, but like another thing that I hate dealing with, um, and I talked to you about this like a couple months ago when it was starting to become a problem. To shave <laughs> or not to shave. <laughs> Not just the question. Yes, because, like, I'm somebody who personally, like, I, okay, this may be a little, bleh, but I have always shaved my armpits. That's just something mm-hmm. that I've always done and makes sense to me um, yep. to have deodorant, like, work better. Um, so that's cool. But I've always had this internal struggle with whether or not to shave my legs because I don't really like doing it in that I find it annoying and time consuming. And yeah. you do it once and then like two days later you feel like you need to do it again mm-hmm. Ugh, so time consuming and frustrating but i have darker hair so yeah. you can see when i don't shave my legs right so i find it really hard to not do it yeah so i have since normally i don't shave all winter because i wear long pants anyway so it's not a big deal and then every spring i get around to the point where i'm like do I do it? Do I not? <laughs> yeah, I gotta make a decision. Do I want to do this this year or not? Because the worst is having it, like, half grown in, like, and people can see it. So it's, like, either it has to be fully grown in or it has to be fully gone. And Yeah, I think... Yeah. I find it interesting that you think that it needs to be an all or nothing like that. Well, because it looks awkward to me if it's just halfway there. It's like you didn't commit. It's like, did you forget to shave? <laughs> Oh, I don't care. Like, you know, like I just like if I if it's if it's bothering me, I'll shave it. Um like mostly because I don't like the feeling of like the hairs being tickled by the wind or something and then I'm like, "Ah, there's a bug on me." 
Um, <laughs> but also like, you know, sometimes aesthetically, I mean, I have lighter hair than you. Like I still have like light brown hair, but um, like, I don't know. It's not super noticeable unless you're like up close. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can get away with it a little bit easier than you probably, but I don't know. I think, I think part of it too is being in a more, um, you know, long-term relationship. Like my partner doesn't care. Um, and you know, so it's just kind of all up to me and what I feel comfortable with. Um, but as long, I mean, I don't know, you could, you could debate on, on, on the health of this, but like, I, as as long as like my partner doesn't care, then why, why should I? <laughs> like if he finds, if he finds me beautiful, then whatever, you know? Yeah. I um, totally understand that point of view. And I don't think that's a bad way to no. think about it. Yeah. So, so, you know, I have actually, I bought a laser hair removal machine. Ooh. Um, and you're actually a good candidate for it. <laughs> What? Because <laughs> you have um you have light skin and dark hair. And so what laser hair removal does is it actually targets melanin. Um and so it would target the melanin in your hair follicles, but not any melanin in your skin because there's Don't have like any. next to none. Yeah. <laughs> if any. Um so, uh, yeah, people with fairer skin and darker hair are really great candidates for laser hair removal. Now, people seem to think that this is a like a permanent solution to hair removal, and it's not. But it is a less annoying one, and it actually doesn't hurt. Like, like it hurt me. Like it just feels a little. You feel a little bit, but like it's like nothing. Yeah, um, I thought about that. Um... I haven't made any serious moves for it. Um, I will admit that I've never tried waxing because I'm just like, why? It sounds no. like torture. Um, no, thank you. Don't don't wax. <laughs> yeah, it's just um, like, I've... why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I used to get my eyebrows waxed, but then I started um, on a retinoid cream and it like made my skin really sensitive and it was uh, like ripping my skin off actually under my eyebrows. Mm. And that was really painful um, and mm. unsightly. So I stopped waxing and I just use the little baby face razors on my eyebrows now. Um, yeah, because... I think I'm just gifted with naturally well-shaped eyebrows because I've never done anything with my eyebrow. And they yeah, I just... Me. Yeah, when I was like... Uh, I think I was like in sixth grade. Um, my... Mom and my aunt, my aunt was my hairdresser um, for a long time. She did waxing on the face and um, they just like kind of pulled me into into the salon and we're like, all right, we're going to do this. <laughs> we're waxing your eyebrows now. And I was like, but I okay. don't want to do it. It looks scary. And so they just like started me on this whole thing of it. And it, it wasn't that bad, actually. Like, it was... Mm-hmm wanted to like rip a band-aid off okay whatever um and i really did actually like the look of it um (laughs) and so they got me started on the whole sculpting train but my eyebrows are just like they love to be wild um and so (laughs) i do really like the look of a very sculpted brow 
um it really like frames my face and gives it a little bit more structure because i have a very i have a lot of round features um mm -hmm. and so it just gives it a little bit more structure um but um yeah waxing i would not want to do it anywhere like, yeah it just sounds painful like it's funny because like now that you're talking about like what things your family members had you do um like <laughs> my i never went for a manicure or a pedicure until oh like prom really <laughs> yeah um my, wow. friend, my mom never took me to get a manicure or a pedicure i just don't have the it instilled in me to go get them uh-huh so i don't <laughs> and like i yeah so like that's another thing that i don't really understand about our society is like our obsession with pretty feet in the summer it's like yeah your feet are not going to look beautiful like no one's feet looks look beautiful i mean yeah i i that's debatable but <laughs> i like my feet but um i i have my mom has always been really into nail art um she's always gotten acrylic nails that keeps her from biting them um, and so I would go into the nail salon with her all the time and she actually used to do other people's nails also. Um, but yeah, so I was just really into, um, manicures and pedicures. Um, I thought it was fun. You get little, you know, like, uh, mm -hmm. like flowers and stuff on your, on your toes and it's, it's cute. <laughs> um, but then also, as I've gotten older, um, I've recognized that um, I don't like the feeling of my of my feet being rough. So, like, if I can, um, like, if my feet are rough uh, are as rough as sandpaper, and I can scratch my my legs with them, then that means that I've gone too long, <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> um, because I don't like that feeling, but, uh, you know, it's interesting because I have a friend who has a husband, uh, from New Zealand and since they're so beach oriented and he's a surfer, mm -hmm. um, he just like, they just walk barefoot everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, and so when he came here for the first time, he was like, he would like walk out and, and she'd be like, babe, you can't, like you gotta put shoes on, and he'd be like, "Oh, like why do we gotta put shoes on?" Uh, like you know, he gets so mad, and um, and he'd be like, "I don't understand why you people like like why do Americans want to put um, like like have your feet be so beautiful and protected and stuff? Like you know, calluses are there to protect your feet, just like mm -hmm. shoes are." Mm -hmm. Um, and I had never thought about that until he had said that, and I was like. That's really interesting, and I understand that, but I still like my feet to be nice. <laughs> like, See, I have a, I don't know. I have a mix because I do go to the beach a lot, so I I don't wear shoes. Um, and like I walk across the parking lot without shoes on, or like I do. Oh my like, God. Yeah, I do a lot of things without shoes on. Um, burn, burning my feet. <laughs> yeah, it it can be painful. Like I carry shoes to help with that but it's like it's painful at the beginning of the summer and then you get used to it um, as you just walk around but yeah i've always i've never really understood like the making the feet beautiful like i did paint my nails myself a lot uh -huh. when i was a kid but like i just 
but I've never had acrylics, for example. I've always wondered what acrylics like feel like. You would hate them. Yeah, I'm sure I would. <laughs> they can be painful sometimes, actually, because like they push on your nail bed when you're not Ow. used to them. Yeah. So when you first get them, you're like, "What the hell is this?" And like, it just fe- it just they feel really weird when you, like the first time you get them on. Um, and as you get used to them, then you're like, okay, whatever, like, you know, Mm -hmm. just like anything with your body, like the first time is often uncomfortable and odd. Um, but they do feel really nice to scratch your scalp with. (laughs) Sure. That sounds like Um, really like, it it just sounds interesting to me. I'm sure I would hate it because like my feet, I like my hands to be available to do things. Yeah. Um, Like you don't have to have them long, but yeah, I... I used to be somebody who always had long nails because my mom was always like, your hair is beautiful and you have beautiful nail beds, so you should have your nails be nice and long. And so I just never questioned it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I had nice hands. Um, but then as I got into the workforce, especially when I was a barista, the sanitization like solution that we would put dishes in before we would do the dishes mm-hmm. um, actually... Yeah, it like it ruined the integrity of my nails, so they would break all the time. Any nail polish I had would just slough off, and so I was like, "That's probably not food safe." Um, and <laughs> so I just stopped painting my nails, um, which used to be like a weekly habit for me. I would repaint my nails every week. Um, it was just kind of like a Zen thing for me, but um, I. Uh, stopped painting my nails. I kept them short and um, really haven't gone back. And, and especially since now I play the ukulele, you can't have long nails and play the ukulele. That doesn't work. <laughs> no. Um, so I just, you know, I keep them short now and every once in a while I'll paint them. But I just, I don't got time for that most of the time. So. I think all of my nail polish is expired. I would not be surprised if all of it is just yeah. awful. <laughs> I, I bought... I bought like a new one more recently um, and it's quick dry and it's also like a gel nail polish. So it stayed on really well. Um, But I paint, I used it once on my nails and then I didn't redo them. So (laughs) we'll see if I do it again. I don't know. Hmm. Well, I think that just about wraps up everything we wanted to talk about. So why don't we transition into our silver linings? So T, what is making you happy this month? back from my anniversary trip um and that was really nice i got to you know just enjoy some time in the mountains i got to feed giraffes which are my favorite animal and that was so fun and i wanted to do that for so long um so that was just an amazing experience um Mm -hmm. and i'm i'm just giddy (laughs) about it Um, yeah what about you well, this is a little bit of a story. My computer had a hard time at the beginning of June. Um, my video card broke, and so my computer was still functional, but it was running really slowly, and I couldn't do a lot of the stuff that I normally do on it. And and my computer was a hand-me-down from my dad from a while back, and it was pretty old. So I decided to invest in a new computer. So I have a brand new desktop computer that was probably more than I should have spent on the computer, but it's very nice and I think it will last me for years to come and I'm very happy about it. 
Yeah, we're glad that you got it too, us in our friend group. <laughs> yeah, we to be able to play games with you for a bit. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty sad <laughs> for a month waiting. Cries. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, we can be found at at guio.pod. New episodes will be released on the first Tuesday of every month. Please subscribe and leave us a review. It really helps us out. We hope you'll continue to listen to us talk about our lives and hopefully learn something about yourself too. And remember, growing up is overrated. <laughs>